0: Shore, New Jersey, the shores of the Merrimack River in Massachusetts, this is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. I'm your host, Pat McDonald.
1: And I'm Truman, and we got it right this time. And this is episode 353, Child's Play. Offs. Playoffs. Let's
0: see yeah, That's right. Uh, Sorry we haven't been with you for a couple weeks now. Um, we, unfortunately, the three of us, uh, just our schedules did not line up very well. And no uh,
1: one wants to hear
0: a one-man show. Yeah, nobody wants to do that. I did it once. It was a pain. Uh, I understand nobody wants to do one. Uh, so, yeah, so we, we're we sorry for that. So, But it does mean we have a lot to recap. Uh, and at least we're getting in before the playoff matchup this week. So um, I guess we could dive right into it. The uh, the games that we missed that uh, we're not able to uh, recap were, unfortunately, the Red Bulls dropping to... New York City SC five to two, and then winning uh, against TFC two to one, which certainly helped their playoff standing, which was nice, uh, especially considering how well TSC was playing uh, in those games. So before we get into our likes, dislikes, tweets up for those games,
1: yeah, thankfully not a lot to get through. Um, We'll just touch on the NYCFC game real quick. Tonino M did say Duncan was terrible. Pennant was even worse. Kaku was very off today. Not a great showing. Should have watched The Simpsons. That's something I haven't said in 20 years. <laughs> um, then uh, at Hellst NYC just sent us f- funny memes of of Red Bull stuff. Um, and then we will touch on the Toronto game. So Toronto game, uh, creepy taxis. Our friend Steven Santos said we won. Sorry, I didn't care. I was at an indie wrestling show, which was way better and live. We did win, so it really wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tonino M again said would really love <laughs> would really love one win, not to be freaking nerve wracking. That's that's not the season we're having right now. <laughs> Uh, Travis Moose said, "What a conundrum this team is in a season where everything looked bleak at best. I think we all wanted them to bow out of the playoff race and start to rebuild for the future, but then they decided to start playing good-ish again. Hard to f- hard to feel this isn't middling mediocrity." That's and the then, way. yeah, Mike D at Blue Jersey underscore FC said, "Felt like Red Bull players played well. Then take a closer look. Took a closer look. Surprised that Florian had the lowest." thought mob score, despite that gem of a setup to Barlow. Sure, I see many of his actions were unsuccessful, but that set piece play was a thing of beauty.
0: Yeah, thank you for making us wear the Fock mob score. Uh, we're not really a <laughs> Fock mob show, but um, you know, we're a little more of a shoot the shit kind of show. But you know, yeah. uh, glad that that metric exists. Uh, so, all right. Well, thank you as always for your tweets. I um, guess we'll get into our like dual likes and dislikes for this uh, these two matches. So uh, let's start with dislikes. What did you dislike about these games?
1: So my big dislike will obviously come in the NYCFC game, and that was just the feeling of impending doom before they got blown away because they were playing a dangerous game. Uh, even when they scored a couple goals, NYC was still coming after them the whole first half, just coming and attacking, attacking. They were giving so many, like, counterattack chances you could just you just sensed you sensed that they were going to score um i didn't think it was going to get that carried away unfortunately but they did just they just didn't play them the way they should have yeah um they tried to play the game very open and it just nycfc just punished them like time and time again so if they happen to meet them again somehow in the playoffs don't don't play that way man because you're going to get burned by this team big time yeah
0: yeah, I guess my dis- big dislike is uh, ca- kind of in the same vein of how they played them. Because uh, I felt like early in the game, they like kind of busted out, they, you know, dusted off the old high press. And we're really kind of pressing uh, NYCSE, keeping them pinned down in their own zone. And it seemed to be paying dividends. And uh, I forget, it's been so long since that game, so I don't know if it was after... They scored for the first time or what, but they just kind of took their foot off the gas. And I don't know how many times we saw that on their armist. When you take the foot off the gas, you're just asking for trouble. Um, Usually it's not five goals trouble. I mean, that that was just in many ways a fluke of how many, uh, what a disaster that game was. Uh, But yeah, it it just seemed like they had, uh, you know, they had NYCFC definitely off balance early. And they just seemed to let up. And uh, that was just a disappointing thing to, to see. So uh, then, I guess well, let's go into our likes
1: for this one. I mean, Brian White again—you know—scored the uh, what was the deciding goal against TFC. When healthy, he plays great. I think he should be starting every game. I mean, it was cool to kind of see him and Barlow start. I mean, both—you know—actually having two strikers, both getting goals. But um, the Flemington Flash is clearly the best for they have going right now. Um, I don't know. I want to see him play every game until he somehow goes into a prolonged slump and deserves to sit on the bench.
0: Yeah, yeah I maybe mean, just double down on that. I mean, it's good to see keep seeing Brian White getting on the board. I mean, hopefully he's getting hot at the right time for some miracle playoff run that will most likely not happen. <laughs> but hey, I mean, how often is it in MLS you see that when someone just gets hot on one team at the right time and uh you know they carry their team's MLS Cup final? So uh, there is a snowball's chance in hell that it'll happen, but you know. It, it's again. It's just good. He is a homegrown. It's nice to see him uh, doing well for uh, the Red Bulls. Um, any afterthoughts on these matches?
1: I, I, I mean, the the good thing with the Red Bulls is they they did finish their season at Red Bull Arena one game over five hundred. Mm. So this I think I think it was a five five four and one season at home, something like that. Uh, but I know they finished a the game over. Thank God it's just not a fortress without the fans. I mean, I think I think it's what you're saying. I think you're seeing that with a lot of teams this year. Um, I think the fans probably would have powered them through a couple more results there. Um, but the fact that they did still stay, keep a winning record at home is huge. Um, more than likely last time they played home. Mm-hmm. But uh, still good to see that they did hang tough. Um, beating Toronto and ruining their chances at any kind of trophy is super fun. So anytime they have the chance to do it, I fully embrace it.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess my uh, my afterthought would just simply be, um, my, you know, the one thing is that they, they went on a kind of a nice little run after uh, they fired Amis. It wasn't like, you know, tremendous, but it was still better than what we had seen under Chris Armas. So now my only fear is that the Red Bulls will pat themselves on the back and say, you see, that was all we needed to do. We made the playoffs. We're fine. And it will just be the same shit every year. No new de- designated players, uh, or at least designated players who aren't really designated players, but we call them designated players for some reason. Uh, That—that's my ultimate fear. What's going to happen with this team? But uh, fingers crossed. And uh, if this somehow a miracle playoff run uh, comes from uh, this decent overall decent run of form, let's
1: uh, let's see. You know. I, yeah, I think this is just kind of. Uh... I think we knew in the beginning of the season, this was not going to be a a great year. Yeah. You saw the lineup, you know, you saw the players in the field, you knew it was going to be great. And I think we got more out of this team than we expected. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, also I'd have to say it was very hard for this team not to make the playoffs with so many teams in the playoffs, especially in the Eastern conference. Yeah. So again, they have never not qualified for the playoffs since Red Bull arena opened. So they're keeping that streak going. Yeah, it's certainly something.
0: Um, Prediction contest. Who the hell knows? I think Truman probably won. So I'm going to
1: say I won. Uh, Jay's going to mail me that belt. Um, no recounts, nothing. I want that belt mailed up to me immediately. Um, he should probably ship it up himself. I think. I think that's yeah. what he should.
0: He could do that, but don't forget, I did call it on a couple episodes ago. If the Rebels win the MLS Cup with a Tom Barlow hat trick, I get that
1: belt. Okay. Because I called it. Fine with that. That's fine. Yeah.
0: Alright, so the Red Bulls did finish 6th in the East, uh, and that does mean they will now go on to face the Columbus Crew at Columbus uh, this Saturday, November 21st. Uh, the match is at, I believe, 3.30 p.m., and it will air on MSG. So, uh, predictions, uh, what do you think will happen this uh, this weekend?
1: Well, I'll say the Red Bulls have a chance if they don't give up a goal in the first minute how about that how about let's not do that let's not give up a goal in the first minute and ruin the game completely because there is no return (laughs) leg you know uh that being said columbus is a pretty good team the red bulls are not a pretty good team they're just a pretty mediocre team but we just don't know we don't know what this team's capable of we have no idea it's just i i don't know anymore um if i'm going to make a crazy prediction I'm going to say that they will lose this game two to one in extra time. I think mm. it's gonna take an extra uh, thirty minutes to settle this game. I don't think it'll go to penalties. um but I think the Red Bulls are good enough to play them to like a draw uh, in ninety minutes.
0: Mm. Um, I'm, uh, I'm gonna you know what, I'm gonna be positive. I I'm, I'm gonna say this is one of those years where we don't expect the Red Bulls to do anything. Uh, and therefore, that means it's one of those years they'll at least get out of the first round of the playoffs. Um, yes, rebels struggled against Columbus earlier in the season. Um, but, you know, that was when Chris Ambrose was coach. And uh, Columbus last couple games has a loss against D.C. on their uh, roster, a loss against. Uh, uh, well, Orlando City's good, but, you know, it's just it's. I I can see the Rebels stealing this one. I can see this being one of those games where the Rebels just put it bring it all together and uh, you know, squeak one out. I'm gonna say a two one win. Um none of this goes to prediction standing, so it doesn't matter. This just us all having some fun.
1: Now, Kaku unavailable for this game, correct? Did he go get called up by Paraguay? I think so. We don't okay. really pay attention that much. Yeah, I mean all I
0: know is that you know, Berkhalter was very nice to the U.S., uh, uh, to MLS and didn't call up a single MLS player, except for Sebastian Leggett, whose team's not on, uh, is already out. So, um, yeah, that's a good question. If if Kaku, yes, and Kaceres, for that matter, both called up for their respective national teams, then yes, they will be missing this game. I believe they'll miss a couple at that rate. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on this game coming up?
1: Yeah, I wish it wasn't at frickin' three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday when I'm working. Yeah,
0: yeah, I hear that. Uh, I think I'm uh, seeing a wedding venue, so I might not be. Here. I might not miss see it on time either, which is kind of a bummer.
1: I'll so, like... so, no, oh, just, sorry. Uh, No, the options are for everyone to let me know. Should I just be disappear for work for two hours and watch the game? Or do I just wait till I get home and watch the game? That that's the question.
0: Yeah. I I've had some mixed uh, mixed motion uh, moments having trying to watch the game at home. Like sometimes like I get home so damn late, and then I'm like I get like a half in, and then I'm like okay, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I already saw I already saw by the responses to the Red Bull Rant Twitter account what the score was. This is good. <laughs> um, so I don't know, man.
1: That's a tough one. Here's here's a question for you. What's more likely to happen? Red Bulls going to Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. or the New York Giants winning the NFC East? Oh. Uh
0: I say the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause I just don't think Rebels are good enough to get the East conference out at all. And then the NFC is just East is just so bad that the Giants actually do a shot. Whoever wins that whoever wins that division, I wouldn't be shocked if they have a six and ten record.
1: Yeah, I think six and ten might win might win. It yeah. really might.
0: Oof. Freaking NFC least. Good grief. Uh, all righty. Well, that brings us to a dumping ground. Uh, the USA, hey, they finally played uh, two matches after, I believe, it was nine months off. They once with a nothing-nothing draw against uh, the Wales, and then they finish it off with a 6-2 six, six, drubbing of Panama that at times definitely looked closer than the score said. Um, but hey, good to see these guys get back out there. Uh, good to see Tyler Adams out there. Weston McKinney looks like he's. Uh, Got uh, the Juventus goodness is running rubbing off of him because he looked like another player out there. Um, you know, a couple young guys, uh, you know uh, Musa, I think his name was uh, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Uh, you know, eligible for England, also eligible for Italy still, but chose to play with two games with us and he looked great. so let's hope he feels American. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, I'd say encouraging two games overall, central defense, maybe you'll have a little worries, but other than that, two fun games to watch.
1: Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I did have the USA Panama game on at work because we have a couple TVs, so I put it on um, and I couldn't, I would look away. They scored Panama scored. I looked away. I'm like, oh, fuck one, nothing. I don't know. I glanced for a minute, turn around. Tied. I'm like, oh great, oh two one, oh three one, and, and it was just like, and then the same thing in the second half. I think it was three two, right? yep So three two. I'm like, ah oh, crap. And then boom, 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 boom. Like, oh okay, all right, no need to worry about this game. Yeah. Um, Sorry. You know, it, it's just fun to see young kids playing well. And I know we know it's against Panama, um, but it, it's good to see that. It's good to see a young squad put up six goals. It, it's it's really nice to see
0: absolutely and it's kind of like i mean i asked just like the response each time panama scored it's like oh what are you doing oh we're gonna just you now hammer a few goals down
1: your <laughs> three, three goals past you <laughs> yeah <laughs> every time
0: <laughs> it's like, I, don't, I don't know how many times like, you've seen that and uh usa plays plays a CONCACAF team they like get it they give up a lousy goal and then they just you know score at the last minute to tie it or they just struggle and panic the whole game and they never did, so uh, that was uh, again two encouraging games. Uh, and to think of the guys who were missing: Pulisic, um, you know Josh Sargent, uh, Aaron Long. I don't know if he's still your top center back, but uh, there were guys missing, and they still played very good. So, yeah. Uh, uh, overall, two enjoyable games. <sighs> Any uh, anything else with Dumping Graham?
1: Well, I mean, I'll, I'll touch base on. I guess congratulations to Philly for winning a trophy that they didn't believe was a real thing a few years ago so there's that um congratulations to Thierry honoree for getting the impact into the playoffs uh, again 10 10 teams in the Eastern conference making it still an accomplishment nonetheless uh, i think that's awesome to see him get into the playoffs uh nashville and miami both qualified <laughs> <laughs> How the in, hell, that first, in their first year uh, they both qualified um, just wrapping up uh, just a quick but I'm sure we'll do like a full season summary with Jay at some point but just going to the standings the Galaxy again were atrocious mm. uh, Houston Dynamo were so bad they changed their logo <laughs> so they, terrible they were and uh, Cincinnati finished with a minus 24 goal differential wow yeah that yeah, something else. far, far beyond every other team. Um, they were God awful with no signs of <laughs> improving at all. Yeah. Maybe they're one of those. We wait till the new stadium opens. That's the only thing I can yeah. think of
0: uh, just right now. They, that's a very, they, they're jetsing it up big time. Uh, the Jets the MLS right there.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Alrighty. Well then I guess that brings us uh, to the betting quarter. Um. All right, so I'm going to put my money on. That's shit. Uh, some of these are a bit closer than I thought they would be. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Sporting Kansas City, come on, they're going to beat San Jose. Definitely, without a question. Minnesota over Colorado. And I'm going to go Portland over to SC Dallas. We're going to West Coast Swing this week. So there's your three-team parlay for the week. All right. That now brings us to Truman's terrible team of the week. Oh it's that terrible.
1: Is ter- that is terrible. Uh, I'm just gonna give it to the Dynamo again. They they didn't lose badly to Colorado at home. They only lost two to one. But they, like I said, they sucked so bad. I mean, they didn't wait till the season's over and they changed the logo. <laughs> like who does that? Like that that's you had nothing else going for you. You had yeah. to immediately change the logo. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just lame and dumb, and the logo is stupid. It's really stupid. It, it almost looks like the San Francisco Giants logo. Uh, <laughs> it's it's awful. Uh, quick follow-up. Um, I should mention that BWP won Comeback Player of the Year. That's awesome.
0: That is actually great news.
1: Yeah. Yay, BBA, BWP.
0: You always have a uh, soft spot in our hearts.
1: Yeah, still got it. Even though we retired, him, we retired him two years ago, I believe. Two years ago, we retired BWP. And put his jersey in the rafters <laughs> He's somehow winning comeback player of the year yeah absolutely oh man all righty well
0: that about wraps this one up uh you can find us on all those places twitter facebook uh you can download stitcher itunes all that good stuff uh you know where to find us you hear it every week uh so before we get out of here, last words what do
1: you got uh I feel bad that no one's really going to be able to make that 24 hour drive to Columbus, however long that bus ride is to watch this game. Um, Something I would never, ever try to do completely insane. I don't want to go to Columbus anyway and sit on a bus for that long is nuts. So I know a lot of fans love doing it. Um, They won't be able to do that this year. So that being said, I hope the Red Bulls wear the black jerseys. I love them. I would love to see them at least one more time this year. Um, and I don't know. Surprise me. We don't know what Jay thinks, but surprise me. Get out there and win. Yeah, come on, Rebels.
0: Not much. Uh, we're not asking for much. Just a little W. Make us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Alright, well then, for Jay Truman myself, this is episode 2353 of the Rebel Rant. Thank you, for, as always, for tuning in. And, go Rebels! See ya! Lights. We
1: Never am really to what they say. They got-